Welcome to Happy Mommy Cooks. Our mission is to help you learn about vegan cooking, healthy living, and more. Whether you're just getting started or have been on this journey for a while, you will find something for yourself here. We have so much fun learning about vegan cooking and healthy living. Now your host, Hashi Richards. Hi everyone, this is Hashi with another episode of Happy Mommy Cooks. I am so happy today to have a guest on. Uh, her name is Nitha Fiona Nagabadi. And full disclosure, she is my sister, and she is gracious enough to uh, have a conversation with us today. Welcome, Nita. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I've been listening to your show, and I really like uh, your concept, and uh, your pictures are amazing, by the way. I wish I can taste some of the food as well, too. Mm. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's <laughs> actually Dr. Nita Fiona Nagabadi. What did you get your um, doctor doctorate in? Oh, thank you. Um, I got it in business psychology, which uh, sometimes people know it as organizational psychology. But it's I kind of I think of it as a internist for medicine, but instead it's for psychology. So a variety of things that have to do with companies, management, internal and external issues that happen uh, with with companies and businesses and organizations, teams and all that yeah sounds like a topic for another podcast yeah it does you know, I'm not sure if it's well actually relevant. your own podcast that you have right oh yeah of course yes I do have a podcast uh, connect globally and innovate so I, do, I, I so yeah thanks for mentioning this uh, topic is of connect globally and innovate where I talk about everything about innovation creativity and the global mindset which could be about connecting with the you know different functional areas within a corporation, I work with a lot of Fortune 500 companies and startups, as well as uh, business owners as they connect with their consumers or business partners. So it's a and the the broader perspective is having a global mindset, which applies to any of these. So having a ability to meet with people and incorporate different perspectives into your work with ease. Sounds interesting. Uh, where can we find that podcast? So I'll, I'll share with you the links as well, too. But I have a website, mangonetworks.com, M-A-N-G-O-N-E-T-W-R-X.com, where I link out to all of the you know workshops or um, you know speaking or the podcasts also, too, and some writing as well, too. Also, people can search for Connect Globally and Innovate online on any of the pod podcasting platforms. Awesome. Uh, well, as you know, you know my this focus this podcast is focused on um, uh, vegan cooking, healthy living, and more. And so, uh, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and um, mm -hmm. uh, specifically, you know, your eating okay. uh, habits and how your eating <laughs> journey. Yeah, because <laughs> that's I like the way you said the eating journey. It's been a journey, and it's still is. <laughs> it's always a journey. So I'm a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian since high school. I didn't grow up in a vegetarian family. I mean, we didn't grow up in a vegetarian family, so we had meat in pretty much every meal. I do remember eating sausages and bacon and all that in the morning, and then lunchtime, of course, the school, you know, which had meat usually, you know, not much vegetarian options as a main course, at least. And then dinner time, we had vegetarian curries, Indian curries, but also we had like a chicken curry or something. 
but slowly I started to wean away from meat uh, first stopping the pork and seafood and then stopping uh, eating the chicken you know um, which there was an interesting story with that and also uh, no, when I oh, story. Yeah. oh I want to just give the overall oh. and then okay want me to go into that first or no, no, oh. sure, yeah so I I um, then in high school as I got into biology more and second level biology and you know knowing more about that I I just really didn't like to eat meat anymore so I pretty much cut that out it was easier in the house that we grew up with because we had a lot of vegetable curries you know and Indian food and uh, so I've been vegetarian since then even in college you know I was vegetarian and and since then too now it's m much easier being vegetarian there's so many tofu soy versions of everything and I enjoy those breakfast sausages burritos and all these um, chicken nuggets these fake versions these vegetarian versions of it which taste delicious and I also eat a lot of vegetarian food in different cuisines I live in Chicago so I live you in said Chicago? that you're oh sorry yeah I just I wanted to just distinguish between vegetarian and vegan for our listeners so uh, you as a vegetarian, you still consume dairy and also cheese. Yeah, I like I like I really milk milk. Well, not really milk. I have um, I I have almond milk, you know, usually or soy milk. I just like the taste of those better. And for yogurt, I don't eat as much yogurt anymore. Cheese, I like I like paneer Indian cheese a lot, and I eat that as well as I think some of the Indian dishes have cream which is Indian, uh, which is like some sort of dairy. Cheese, I like cheese occasionally, you know, if I have a sandwich, like at Subway or something, I will or have the cheese on there. I'm not a, a daily consumer of these. Eggs also, I don't have those every day. I have them once in a while at breakfast outside, maybe. Egg white, okay. omelet or something like that, but yeah. not really something. And I do substitute, actually. for In baking, I substitute the applesauce for the egg so yes, i don't use that yeah well, i just wanted to clarify for any viewers that um are maybe thinking about uh, either a vegetarian or a vegan lifestyle just as different so vegan uh, which i am is basically consuming no dairy or no uh, animal products so i like to say anything that has eyes and by the way i just wanted to mention i love when my guests bring me food mm -hmm. and my sister brought me this this little hamburger looks like yeah it looks like actually it looks like um chicken like mm -hmm. fried chicken mm -hmm. um patty on like a it looks like a slider actually oh yeah and i'll that's post a is, picture yeah. of it mm -hmm. on my instagram page but it looks like a little chicken slider with some tomato sauce and it's completely vegan am i correct yeah it is a vegan one i'm not sure exactly it looks like a falafel almost like that and it's a, with vegan cheese and uh the bread also this is this is from an event that I went to this week um, for Innovation Day, uh, Chicago Innovation Day. Uh, like it was not a day, it was Chicago Innovation Organization, focused on innovation, which is a passion of mine. But I wonder how this tastes. I, it has some ketchup on it too. Uh, so <coughs> I have not had that. And they also did have, it was really pleasantly surprised. They also had like t uh, another um, item with um, tahini sauce, but it was also falafel, but a different type. Is this a falafel sandwich? It's absolutely delicious. Oh. So what I'm tasting is, yeah, it looks it good. Like falafel. Mm -hmm. um, the cheese, chickpeas. So which is primarily chickpeas, right? 
garbanzo bean chickpeas how very right looks mm -hmm. good looks like a different like a slider like you mentioned this is like a slider, i saw yeah. your son took a bite too yeah, how is he it did. he did it's good too. Yeah. <laughs> He's still enjoying it. Okay, go ahead and enjoy so, it. So, so you became a vegetarian basically because you didn't, you couldn't want stand the thought of eating meat anymore. Yeah, I just didn't like eating meat, and I've had a I interesting, you know, time with that. It's it's really, I've I have my favorites in Chicago. Like if I want to have Italian food, I know where to get my vegetarian food, my delicious eggplant parmesan from Italian food. I love that. That's my favorite. Uh, veggie moussaka from Greek restaurants is another favorite of mine. I have also the um, Thai food I love, masaman curry, which you introduced me to, which has coconut. And uh, also I think it's uh, coconut and also the pineapple, potato, so many options. I love living in a big city because we have access to all of this all the time, you know, and it's really good. And even as I traveled, so I went to India, I was pleasantly surprised in Mumbai it's such a awesome place for foodies the menus are like books okay in almost every restaurant it's a fusion of Italian Indian mixed together or just Italian you know whatever that cuisine is it's really a great hybrid I love Indo-Chinese food as well too and the different regions of India yeah it's really nice being vegetarian I definitely do experiment with it I, yeah. I brought some paneer and uh, um, tomatoes and peas to make some matar paneer a little bit of that here if mm. I get a chance here I love I've been enjoying that as one of my favorites this is why I'm not vegan because I do like those things right but I like again usually what I do with if I'm eating if I want eggs in the morning which you know uh, I don't really crave anymore but if I taste if I'm feeling like eating something like that I may do like a quick tofu scramble tofu has the same consistency mm. as you know as mm -hmm. eggs mm -hmm. um, fry little onions first and then throw in the tofu and I like to put a little curry powder a little turmeric mm. some salt. oh okay yeah it's spice really it up a little bit mm -hmm. yeah so this is what I mean about fusion so I have also made barbecue tofu barbecue tofu and spinach with almonds in there two sliced almonds so I kind of really love mixing up the cuisines it makes it more flavorful as you mentioned uh, chickpeas with these spices and then uh, we have Devon Avenue here where we get all the spices from, you know, too, so that makes it easier. And then yeah. you just add it to basically any vegetable and then create that flavoring, too. And then I also have a Thai spice. Um, also, it's a liquid that you pour in and it creates that flavoring of whatever vegetables. And I use tofu a lot, too. And that's a vegan spice, too, right? It's just spices. Oh, like that, yeah. Cakes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I also have the liquid version of it, too. So And uh, coconut milk, yeah. which Thai food, a lot of Thai food has mm -hmm. coconut milk, is so delicious to cook with um, mm -hmm. chickpeas and tomatoes. Oh, I haven't tried that. Is that. Okay, I'll have to try that. It's one of our favorite I have not tried home. it. That must have been what's missing in that chickpea curry. It was I a little dry. I've been experimenting. I also look online at so many videos and then try I it out and substitute in. If I like a recipe, then I'll substitute in uh, something for it. Yeah. Another substitute that I use, uh, I d ba uh, butter. I have also the vegan butter. You know, it's very available. So I shop at different grocery stores. Mariano's in Chicago and also... Um, Devon Avenue, different grocery stores there, the fresh farms, the good vegetables if you don't mm -hmm. get, and also the lentils and stuff too. Also what? go to um, well, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, oh yeah, of I course. Love it. Yeah. I like to go to Aldi as well. Aldi has a uh, great selection of mm -hmm. vegan and vegetarian products. But what's so interesting about this too is 
I remember when my sister first became a vegetarian. I was I became a vegetarian years ago as well, but I um, did it not for any ethical reasons. I just, like her, got sick of eating meat one day, but I went back eventually to eating meat. Um, but I remember when she had done it for such a long time, I used to think, God, I wonder how she can not eat meat. And now I obviously can completely understand that. So you were doing it back in a time where... Um, you know, yeah. there was no Instagram, there was no yeah. Facebook. and Late 80s. Late 80s, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, like, over, I, I guess it's almost 30 years. Yeah, right? almost 30 yeah. years. But also, I mean, it's great. You like to go out to eat, but you also mm-hmm. enjoy cooking yeah. at, um, at home, too, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, both of them. I have vegetarian options, and it's really fun experimenting. I get the ingredients. The main thing is the shopping, the grocery shopping. Getting those core ingredients, like I said, like these different tomatoes, sliced, diced tomatoes, and also the um, um, tomato paste or something, making it easier, you know, some of these. Um, then, then all you do is you're basically combining the ingredients and getting those spices. So some of these have mixed spices ready to go already. And like I've seen also the stir fry, to- stir fry and then the stir fry spices. Mix them together, add water. I mean, it's very easy. And then these... Uh, vegetable frozen vegetable packets having those ready on hand and also having my burritos ready on hand and i mentioned those soy uh morning star chicken nuggets and those and also the sandwiches too yeah i i have not gotten into the green smoothie things you know yet because of the i think of the prep and everything too and also my timing with then using those leafy things before (laughs) they spoil is hard for me to do but i do like uh i eat a lot of uh fruits and i love fresh orange juice i get that the the green smoothie is so interesting because that's how i start um my morning off we start our morning off with a green smoothie every day and i think what it's interesting that you said oh the leafy thing and it's boiling and all of that really you could use i use a whole container of greens every morning frozen one or no fresh fresh. so how often do you go to the grocery store so i usually buy five containers at one time use one every day and then go again and it's like um one of those um brand is organic girl Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and it just comes like that i just put the whole thing in and And they stay they stay fresh for five days yeah they stay fresh for five days and then sometimes i buy frozen like i always have frozen Mm -hmm. greens just in case i need it so that may be something if you're interested in trying we can whip one up tomorrow while i'm here i'm flying out tomorrow and i love idlis and dosas too oh yeah we are very easy to make too from scratch if you plan and prep it like the seed the the lentils and everything too. I like the yeah. lentils. By the way, speaking of planning, one thing I know that I do, I don't know if you also do the same thing, is um, I always have snacks just in case in my purse. I have Lara bars. I have uh, my son. Oh, yeah, I have bars too. Nuts yeah. and raisins. We carry water mm-hmm. bottles in the car, mm-hmm. so there's Flip no excuse. Bars. Right, so if you're trying mm-hmm. to stay on this certain journey, you, the vegetarian mm-hmm. journey, always to be I prepared. always have snacks. I always, that's a good point. Yeah. I always have snacks, even in my little purse. I have I had a um, peanut butter granola bar, you know, and there that was something that I have ready to go, and you know anywhere I'm going, and I never leave home without a snack and a water bottle. Right, and I wanted to just let the viewers know, you know, I think um, it's sometimes it's that snack could be a, a vegan brownie I made too. A vegan brownie, yeah, there you go. I mean, people, <laughs> people, I think people falsely assume that oh, if you're vegan or vegetarian, you can't enjoy food, and that's so the opposite, you know. You can make anything veganized um, and also vegetarian. So my sister, Nitha, just um, ran a marathon in October. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. 
which is, uh, you know, I've never run a marathon. The most I've done is um, a 10K, which is a lot. We did that together. We did that together on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving ago. Yeah. But the marathon. It's I called like Turkey Trot in our hometown in Valparaiso, Indiana, right? Right. But they I don't do that anymore. They do 5K now. Oh, Only. they, they, they got rid of the 10 k Yeah, I think something about the route and traffic and closing down the roads, you know. I wonder so if it had to do with us. <laughs> uh, Finishing know. later, Finishing. strolling along. Yeah, I'm just well. joking. But um, can you talk about the preparation? Because, yeah. you know, this podcast is not just focused on veganism, which, uh, you know, is obviously important to me. But it's also people that are thinking mm-hmm. about having a vegan lifestyle mm-hmm. and also people living a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um yoga meditation and more and the more is mm -hmm. this so can you talk about the marathon preparation yeah thanks so much it's been a good journey as you alluded to earlier even this is a journey the marathon was in october i believe october 7th i don't remember the exact date now of last year of 2018 so now it's january a few months later and looking back uh that journey was just a for a surprise one it had been on my list of things to do the back of my mind like different you know studies or other achievements that I wanted to do at some point but this was on my list so it came to the forefront of the list I've been doing a lot of traveling at some point before that when I started training really I I joined a group actually so by the time I decided to do it it was it crossed my mind I had gone actually to the church with one of my friends and in Chicago, one of the churches in Chicago, and one day they talked about this cro- runners group, Crossroad Runners, I think it was called. They ta- they mentioned uh, some group, and they they gave a story of a couple of the people who joined before, and it was uh, it was inspiring. One lady mentioned that she had never done any running before, and this group was so supportive and let her, uh, um, you know, have the hope and support to finish it not only do it but finish it and she said anybody who's considering it if you've never done it go for it and then they were really welcoming the people there as we we're walking out we're saying you're going to join the group we'd love to talk about it more so that was that then took that interest up another level of course and it gave me something to work towards and i wanted to use something like this i like goals and i like to do something to get in shape but the, and with a group a sense of community something I really enjoy in all the different things that I partake in, including the meditation group that we did as well, too, that you had uh, mentioned about. So I, I then thought, uh, consider joining that group. Now, a couple months passed by, I got busy with my work, and then I would peek in here and there and look at the process for signing up with that group. Then months passed by, and that group was full by the time <laughs> I was ready to do it. So I started to search for alternate groups to do this with. I searched for groups, and um, by that time, of course, it was too late to join. Chicago Marathon had a lottery system where they randomly select people for this, but also if you're, uh, um, you know, to be included in it, because many people want to do this uh, marathon, or if you do it with a charity group, you could do it. And so that church group was one of them, which is a char- they do num- support a number of charities. The other one is, uh, th- there are many other ones, and I had ended up joining one of the groups, which I thought was a really good cause, focused on children and especially disadvantaged in some way, you know, and they provide the housing and emotional support to really fill that gap in their lives. 
so I joined the marathon with the Mercy Homes group and then joined their page and started doing that. I think I joined in May. Well, what was the June. training like? Yeah, I joined in May or June, and we had the option of joining one of the two or three training programs. I'll kind of use that training program thing lightly because what they do is they send you a schedule of things that you should be doing every week, which is the runs, okay? So it started in June. I had kind of dropped off the radar, to be honest. I started, they started in May, my training. Got a jump start, felt pretty good. As you mentioned, we did that 10K, so I had that under my belt, although that was not a really fast effort on my part. I did have that confidence that I did 10K, so only, you know, I don't know how many more K to go, but 40-some K to go or something, yeah. or 30-some K. So I, I really then had the schedule. So I got up to around five or six miles on the weekend. They had a schedule and taking you up to the 20 miles, okay, throughout the time. So every week increasing in increment with two runs in the middle of the week and the weekend run. So my schedule changed where I started to devote weekends for running, and planning, and during, recovery. Um, for those of you not familiar with the uh, Chicago weather, these are the hottest months of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So right now we're experiencing the coldest months right now, but we'll have the hottest months in uh, the summer. And we have, in, in Ma May, I had started my pre-training and the official training for this group, uh, Chicago Air Runners Association would have started in June, I think it was June 21st or something like that, or June second week. So I, I wasn't in town for that, I was traveling for work, work project I was doing. So I wasn't there and then I uh, had to help uh, with some situation with my mom having, our mom having some knee surgery. So pretty much dropped out of there between June to let's say the first week of August. So. Good, good. And the well, actual day of the marathon, mm -hmm. um, did you feel like you were prepared to yeah. run the 26, yeah, I 26 did. miles? Yeah, right? I, I did because the turning point for me, so August 4th, I, I rejoined that effort, and I tr did 10 miles that day. It was really hard. So then I realized I need to, you know, get back on the training, otherwise I wouldn't do it. So I, I, well, I did the program and, and did increments. Like I said, like one week would be 12 miles and 14 miles. And then in the beginning of September, like five weeks later after that, was the 20-miler. That was a turning point for me. That's a uh, that's like the if you can do that you're ready. That's the end that they do. So I was able to do that. Oh, I was limping. The last no, I was pretty much limping after that, you know, and really hard for me to walk at the end of that. And the last mile was very hard. Your body adjusts. It's just surprising, you know. And and water and hydration, all this stuff. I learned a lot about the physiology. You mentioned things to augment it too. I I also did yoga, a lot of yoga. I use asana, yoga for runners. So stretching helps. Stretching yeah, is a big part. Absolutely, I know that's and the nutrition. as important as the actual running. Hydration. Stretching, yeah. Yeah, yeah hydration. There's a hydrated. whole all that. And the psychology, the group was helpful because these these obstacles, a lot of it was the mindset of, of having a goal and just doing it and pushing yourself. Because many days I didn't want to do that. As you said, it's the hottest days and many days were hot. I just went and did it and then and did it longer if I needed longer time and you had to plan for it. So Saturday was spent planning and Sunday was spent doing for me. That's that's amazing. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely on my bucket list to to do a marathon. I think um, like I've been using that word a lot, the journey and the, mm -hmm. the for me my eating journey. Um, well, along with now the other aspects of meditation, incorporating yoga, eventually will has le led to an overall um, 
overall holistic approach in living. And I think that the marathon, being able to run a marathon, being able to have the 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 mindset, like you said, mm-hmm. is crucial. You yeah, know? And I think that that that's beyond mm-hmm. the physical. Yeah, exactly. And I met yes, exactly. It's beyond the physical. I think m- as I met more runners. They, they were saying the same thing. It's the mindset and just go and do it. And, and any obstacle, there was a solution. So if you're exhausted, if you had a wound, if your foot is hurting, like my foot was hurting. I had a lot of foot massages during that time too to basically recover my feet and be able to run the next week because I needed to s- still do those increments of running in order to build up to that. So we talked, you know, we talked about your eating and your physical activities. What do you do then to balance that uh, with with what Mm -hmm. things you do for your mind to balance. I know you and I, Mm -hmm. uh, we were just in India. Uh, Unfortunately, my grandmother passed um, this past Mm -hmm. uh, around Thanksgiving. So we went to India and while we were there, we found a meditation center. So prior to doing that, had you been meditating? Do you do Mm -hmm. do that as a daily practice? No, I don't do it as a daily practice, but I do turn to that. I'm spiritual. So I actually started that marathon through the journey of going to ch- a church, and I go to church, I go to the Buddhist group, I've gone to uh, the Hindu temple many times, and so with with that, so I do a number of things, so community activities, community service, and good friends, I guess, good friends and socializing, those help me. Meditation also is part of it, and yoga, I like yoga oh, a yeah. lot too, so I like both of those, meditation and yoga. And uh, uh, the whole setting for that too, so setting a serene place like that incense and all that and then the aroma, all that stuff is, is really good for setting that. And then I also like Epsom salt baths too. So those self-care things I've incorporated into my life and drinking a lot of water is some no-brainer thing and also other self-care things too. That's wonderful, yeah. The water I always mm-hmm. say is key. I always tell people um, that ask me, uh, they, they, they say I'm hungry all the time. Well, one thing I always mention is a lot of times when you're hungry, you're really thirsty. So drink a glass of water first and see if the hunger subsides. So With yeah. that, I were just drank a glass of water. She Thanks sure for the reminder. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to thank you again for that delicious um, vegan cider. Oh, was that good? Um, it slid off the plate, too, it looks sure like. It sure did. And I great. don't even know what I want right now. Oh, yeah, he loved it. All I see is crumbs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everyone, my son is here. He joined in on the podcast. He joined in to eat the slider yeah, when he, he saw that came out. Yeah. And I actually ate the whole cheese, and then you just ate the ketchup and the bread. Uh, yeah. So the cheese you did have the some of the, the, I love the burger I love, part, I love the quote-unquote the burger part, too, right? Yeah, the vegan cheese uh-huh. is absolutely, I mean, the consistency was like mm-hmm. real cheese, you know? I now I feel sick. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> too much eating. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, I feel inspired after hearing your marathon story and just um, uh, listening to all of that. Um, maybe I think after this conversation, maybe we can get you on the green smoothie bandwagon. So. Uh, well, I love how you use the word journey. You know, so yeah. we all have different journeys. Mine Absolutely. may or may not include <laughs> green smoothie, <laughs> but I'll be happy to try it when yeah. you're here yeah. to make it. I I have to admit, I have somewhat of a busy lifestyle and that I don't really like to somehow get those boxes of greens every week but I'll try it maybe <laughs> or you could do like me you know for someone maybe busy. if happy mommy cooks delivers it to me I may <laughs> consider that well there are numerous delivery services I've tried um shipped um I've tried instacart Today no I, I mean the smoothie already oh, the prepared smoothie. yeah yeah 
know, it's interesting. I know there's um, green juice delivery companies, but as far as green smoothies, uh, interesting concept um, mm -hmm. to be able to ship maybe with dry ice the actual stuff. Like instead of a milk bottle being outside my door, I don't yeah. have that now, but back in the day they did have that. I would love to have my drinks. Interesting. Maybe Good. some business venture mm -hmm. for Happy Mommy Cooks in the future. Yeah. So I didn't have the green smoothie at um, Mariano's. I just think I like too many ingredients that I have a lot of things like my cooking will take up enough time, but the green part definitely. I do like using the greens in spinach curry. So oh, absolutely. I, I prefer to eat them. But for someone um, who for for someone who doesn't incorporate greens into their actual meals, I think a green smoothie oh, is a yeah. way to just have it all in the beginning in the morning. If any of our listeners are interested in contacting you, how can they reach you? Where are you? You're, you want to give out your... Um, Oh, right, right. So I think, yeah, so Mango Networks is mm -hmm. the place that will have the, all the information on the website and uh, any of the projects that I'm working on. So mostly business psychology, but also um, wellness things too, oh, with the space Instagram? of Ayurveda. I am. I'm under uh, Nita Fiona. Oh, you don't, there's no Mango? I don't think I, I, I'm really posting under that. I did have another... Uh, um, that's coming up ethnic events which will be another topic later awesome so I'll put all of her links in the show notes on my website happy mommy cooks thank you all for listening to another episode and we'll see you next week thank you all for listening to happy mommy cooks if you would like to reach Hashi please reach out to her on Facebook and Instagram at Happy Mommy Cooks or via email at happymommycooks at gmail.com. 